You're listening to Overcome the Overwhelm for Special Needs Moms with Lauren Lowry. Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast, Overcome the Overwhelm. I hope you guys are all having a wonderful week so far. And if this is Thursday, you are listening to it on the day that this episode comes out, then we're almost to the weekend. And to some of you, especially special needs moms, that might not mean a lot because we work all the time. Um, I actually read something just a few days ago that said that being a caregiver parent, so it really was talking about like being a parent of a child with physical disabilities in this situation that I was talking about, spend up to 40 hours a week on average of care for that child. So that is like a full-time job in of itself, right? We are very busy folks and we all know it. So, but before, we're going to talk about some of that, right? I'm going to start giving you guys some really good kind of concrete time management, productivity. I'm really excited about things that we have coming up. But before we dive in, I want to talk to you guys about something real quick. I have found like my new favorite thing. I think I'm going to get this for all of my family members and all of my kids' teachers. (laughs) But I have a new favorite book. So this book was written by one of our very own. She's a special needs mom. I have known her. We've followed each other on social media for the past few years. And it's Abby Isaac. And she has written a book called It's Okay to Ask. And this, oh, this book just touches my heart, guys. Because have you ever been in a store or somewhere out in public and you're with your special needs child and especially if they have physical disabilities very you know obvious on the outside kind of things um, wheelchair feeding tube things like that and you cross another family maybe going down the aisle of target and lo and behold a little little kid says oh look mommy what's that and they're pointing at your child and you just see that parent's face turn bright red and they are so mortified and they just tell their child, Shh, no, don't, don't, that's rude. Don't stare, don't point. And they just like pull their child away and run, right? Has that happened to you? Because I know it's happened to us numerous times. And I always wanted to tell those people, it's okay. Like they can ask, like it's okay to ask. And that is what this book is all about. It is geared towards children. So it's a children's book. It has such beautiful illustrations in it, such cute little stories in it. But I really think it's for the parents. <laughs> I really think it is to send those parents the message that it's okay. You don't have to feel embarrassed. You don't have to pull your child away because all that does is tell them that disability is not something to be talked about. Disability is something to be you know, hush, hush, and we don't, we don't discuss that. And we, we, we pull away from people with disabilities or anybody who's different. We, we turn around and walk the other way quickly, right? And this book is trying to go against all of that. And I love it. It is amazing. So well written. So highly recommend it. And yeah, you just look her up on Instagram. And if you guys want the link, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. I will get that sent to you. I will absolutely, absolutely get it to you. So let's dive in to today's podcast topic. We're going to talk about stopping the procrastination. Oh, procrastination. 
<laughs> it's a fun topic, right? Because again, back to how many things we have to do as special needs parents. We have like a mile long to-do list on a good day. There is a gajillion things that we need to remember, that we need to keep track of, that we need to get done. And it can be really overwhelming. It can feel almost like you're like drowning in things to do. And it's not a great feeling, right? Um, yeah, it really doesn't feel good. <laughs> and I use the example of laundry a lot because I think it's something that we can all relate to unless you just literally bag up all of your laundry and send it to somewhere that does all your laundry, folds it for you, puts it away for you. I think that it is something that we all kind of a common ground, right? It's on everyone's to-do list is to wash the laundry, dry the laundry, fold the laundry, put away the laundry. It's a lot more steps than just laundry. And I think it's also something that is very easy to talk about when we talk about procrastination. So we're going to use that example as we go through. But also procrastination happens on really big, important things as well, maybe even more so. So I want to talk about three different reasons that we procrastinate as moms. And I say as moms, and I would say as parents, maybe, because I think that some of these are very specific to our lives. So the first one that I want to talk about is just the very obvious one. When there's something on our list that we need to get done, and usually it's a mental list because, you know, we just keep things floating around in our head. That's what adds to the overwhelm. But that's for a different story. But usually it comes down to we don't want to do it. Back to the laundry situation, we just don't want to do it. It's not fun. We don't enjoy doing all of the laundry and folding it and putting all those tiny little shirts on tiny little hangers. It's a lot, right? It's very boring to our brains. So we avoid it. We procrastinate. We don't get it done. Even when we tell ourselves, oh, I'm going to do that laundry today. I'm going to fold that basket of laundry today. And then we don't. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you literally saw my bags or my uh, baskets of laundry on my kitchen table just a few days ago because I'm right there with you, right there with you. I'm going to tell you how I kind of overcome it as we go, but <laughs> I am no different than you guys. I'm not a special snowflake situation that just has her life perfectly together. I just have tools that I have learned over the years on how to manage it, but yeah, whenever there is something we just flat out don't want to do it, here's the deal. We think from that place that we are avoiding that suffering. We're avoiding how awful it's going to be, that agony of doing the laundry. But are we really? Or not? Because we're eventually going to have to do the laundry, correct? So we're eventually going to have to get to that agonizing, awful task. But also what we're doing to ourselves is causing the suffering in the meantime. We are causing ourselves to suffer as we see it, we pass it by and we're like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that. We maybe beat ourselves up for not doing it. We feel shameful about it. We feel like we're not, you know, running the house efficiently. We're not a good mom because we don't have the laundry folded. We're not good at this. How do other moms have this, you know, have their shit all together? Like that is kind of what happens there. We end up suffering twice. We end up suffering whenever we actually end up doing the task, the laundry. We end up suffering because we avoided it for so long and had that mental agony of we should be doing it. 
So that's the first reason why we procrastinate as moms. And the second one is that a portion of the task is clouded in some sort of confusion or unmade decisions. So for me, for example, the baskets of laundry that were on my table the other day. Those baskets sat there, and this is the one that was happening for me in that moment. And again, I, I know this because like, I, I'm very aware, right? I've become really aware of what's going on in my brain. And so I recognized this actually after I had posted it to Instagram. I was like, that's what's going on here. Because I had some unmade decisions. I had some confusion around that laundry. And you may be saying, Lauren, how the hell can you have confusion around laundry? But I will tell you how. It is because I don't have systems in place to organize the laundry. So in my closet and in my drawers right now, we'll just take my room. Because also it had the kids' laundry, it had my husband's laundry. Like that's a whole different story. In for just my laundry alone. I have not put away my summer clothes and brought out my fall clothes because I don't know where to put my summer clothes, right? My sweaters are all nicely, you know, folded on my shelves so that they don't get ruined. Um, I'm not going to hang those sweaters up because they will get ruined. So I don't have anywhere to put my summer shorts. (laughs) So therefore, unmade decision about what I was going to do with those summer clothes caused me to not do the laundry. Do you see how this could be happening in so many different tasks that you have on your to-do list is when there's some portion of it that you just don't know what to do about, so you end up not doing it. Because you're like, "Eh, I don't know what to do about that, and your brain's just kind of like, we'll just avoid it. We will avoid it. Because I don't know. It's confusing. Whereas, and again, it causes me to suffer twice. Probably more than, you know? (laughs) Because I do think that the suffering of actually doing the laundry is not near as bad as we ever think it is, is it? But yeah, if I would have just taken the time to say, okay, let's problem solve. Let's decide where we are going to put these summer shorts. What can we do? What system can we put in place here to solve the problem, get rid of the confusion, make a decision? And then doing the laundry would come easy because I would know where I needed to put everything. So that is number two reason why moms procrastinate is because of those unmade decisions and that, you know, a part of the task is kind of clouded in confusion. And the third thing that is causing moms to procrastinate is that we put it off. We put those things off out of fear of doing it wrong. Now, this one's a little bit harder to use laundry as an example. But this one would be something maybe on a bigger thing on your to-do list. You know, maybe you need to decide, you know, what school your kid's going to going to, what school your kid is going to go to. Maybe you need to decide if you're going to switch therapy centers and switch therapists. You know, there's so many different decisions maybe you need to make. And you could be putting off that decision out of that fear of doing it wrong. Or maybe you need to, you know, if you run your own business and you know you need to create something. And you just keep putting it off and putting it off because you're afraid that you're going to make the wrong decision there. You're afraid of doing it wrong, getting it wrong. So you just don't do it. You avoid it. And again, that one is probably more than doubling your suffering because that is probably tripling or quadrupling your suffering. Because it comes with that element of anxiety around the task. You are anxious about doing it wrong. Therefore, if I just don't do it, 
That's better than getting it wrong. That's what our brains think, though. But it's kind of like the, you know, you miss every shot you don't take. (laughs) You know, this kind of goes for to-do lists, too, right? Like, you're going to do it wrong if you don't do it because it's not going to be done at all. So sometimes you kind of just have to recognize which three of these categories is your procrastination coming from. And depending on the task, depending on the situation and what's going on in your brain, it will, you know, determine what's going on. And you kind of say, okay, is this number one that Lauren talked about? Is this number two that Lauren talked about? Or is this number three? Am I just really scared of, you know, the judgment if I get it wrong or, you know, whatever that is? Why are you scared of getting it wrong? What are you afraid will happen if you don't do it perfectly? And that kind of brings in a lot of perfectionisms and things like that that we've talked about in the other podcasts, right? I just want to offer you this. Done is better than not done. Done and not, you know, perfect is definitely better than not done at all, okay? But so often, just that awareness is enough to get you moving forward on that task. Just being aware of what your brain is trying to tell you of why you're procrastinating. What is the roadblock that is keeping you from doing that task? That awareness is really the key in solving your procrastination. It is really the key in getting more done and being more productive and accomplishing things and really being able to cross things off of that checklist. So that is honestly the big secret is to know why you're procrastinating. Because I think we can see in all three of these different things that it is just our brains playing tricks on us. You know, figure out what the unmade decision is and solve for it. Figure out what is causing that anxiety and solve for it. And, you know, figure out why you don't want to do it on that one. You kind of just have to say, hey, brain, I don't want to suffer twice. Let's get it done. That way we're suffering less. It can be done. We're going to feel a lot better. Kind of have to give yourself a little pep talk on the first one. Am I right? <laughs> All right, guys. I love that we talk about laundry every week. I promise this is not a laundry podcast. Kind of starting to feel like it, right? It just is a good example. It fits everything. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And I hope that you are able to use something from this podcast to cross off something that's just really been weighing on you on that to-do list. So, all right, guys, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Overcome the Overwhelm. If you have questions or like more information, head on over to LowryLifeCoaching.com and I'll see you next week. Thank you.